listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71, where we will be discussing chapter 12 in Clockwork Angel, uh, Blood and Water. It's not Clockwork Angels. Why can I not get the the writing? It's it's copy and paste. <laughs> yeah. But every, t- every episode. Every time it's, it's different. It's wrong in a different way. <laughs> I didn't even read it. What does it say? It's Clockwork Angels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. You're gonna, it's actually Clockwork Angle one day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> um. So what we had things to talk about. Yes. First and foremost, there's been some activity in the Facebook group. What? This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at, guys. This is my place. I know. Amanda's been begging for it since day one. She's like, just come to Facebook. I don't understand Instagram. I understand nothing. (laughs) I don't understand a story. You know nothing, Jon Snow. What is the point of a story? Why? I don't get it. I guess Facebook does that too. Why? I don't. Well, because they stole it from Instagram. Why would you want your Facebook stuff to go owns away? Instagram. They didn't do that. They can't steal oh. it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. They didn't sales. steal it. They, they they appropriated it to another line of business. It's like right. when I ate my kids' candy. <laughs> like, I bought it. I know it's for you, but I bought it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. Everybody should get on our group and join in. Some people are posting some funny memes. and Memes? Getting some good interaction. They made memes about us <laughs> making a podcast. Like, if that's not amazing, I don't know what is. Uh, Kristen's so excited. I love Dude, it. I was so, like, meme, memes are my love language, apparently. <laughs> it's not violence thing. anymore. It's shifted to memes. <laughs> right. I'm too old for violence. For real. <laughs> Come back down to so, 2007 with us and get on Facebook. <laughs> Right? Hey, I didn't get it till 2009. Let's do the time warp again. Yes. <laughs> God, I was thinking about taking Bryn to Rocky Horror, but then I was like, because it's still playing at the Clinton Theater, which I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's, it's been the playing only since time or place I've ever seen it. Forever, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about taking Bryn, but then I'm like, wait, it starts at midnight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I'm down to do that anymore. Yeah. She's fine. It's you that you got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> You'd be asleep halfway through. I fucking probably would. <laughs> well, then you got to drive at night. though. Oh, right. And you have to drive at night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's That's no the way I'm part. getting Jason to go to fucking Rocky Horror with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would go if I really wanted him to, but he wouldn't enjoy himself. He could just be your Uber. Right. He'd be fine with that. He'd be like, you mean I don't have to go? Sure, I'll drive you. No problem. (laughs) Like, but you have to stand outside, wait with us, too, because, like. It's scary. Well, it's, it's, but it's not. It's It's just, it's people. Yeah. Well, it's not scary because there's a bunch of people in, like, drag all around you. Yeah. So it's, it's not, like, scary, like, oh, someone's going to come up to me because I'm in a group. It's scary, like, there's people. <laughs> they might talk to me. Exactly. Which is the most terrifying. Please, pull a knife on me. We'd have a much better interaction than if you just tried to talk to me. <laughs> there goes your love language. Right. Please don't pull a knife on me, by the way. I don't want to put that out in the universe. It's already happened well, to you once. Said so, I don't need to happen so here again. We go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, geez. Facebook. It's popping. It's where it's at. Yeah. Is that what the kids say? Yep. I don't know. It's fire. They say something like sheesh or something. I don't understand why. <sighs> why? Dude, the the language changes so often. I have to like ask Bryn. I'm like, like, oh, there was some word. It was like it, it wasn't noob, but it was like weeb or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, Bryn, what is this? She's like, oh, it's someone who likes anime. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Why does that need a name? That's right. like, why does a group of shadow hunters need a name? That's the same thing. Right. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Full circle. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Weird. Whatever. I'm sure that this is how our parents felt when we were kids. So A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then I'm just bitter because all of the 90s styles are coming back. And I'm like... <sighs> I wore all of that shit. Yep. All of I it. I should have just saved all my clothes is what I keep telling my kid. <laughs> I could never fit into the clothes that I wore in the no. 90s. <laughs> no, I mean for her. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Oh, one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, Cassandra Clare's latest newsletter from last week. Uh, she put in an excerpt, I believe, of uh, Chain of Thorns. Uh huh. That's and right. and some like bonus bonusy stuff. I have not read it because I am I don't I don't like spoilers. Like I didn't read anything about Chain of Iron before or anything really like that. Mm-hmm. I I watched a couple of like fan theories, but like nothing. I didn't want it. I don't like the the extra early scenes and stuff because like I I want the whole book all at once. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't know. Agreed. Unless it's like. Let's say it never would because all of the books happen in like two months. Right. But if it was like book one ended, book two is six months away. And then there's something in between that time frame. Right. And it's an extra like I would read that. Right. Mm -hmm. I just don't I just don't want like a part of like the first two chapters of Chain of Iron came out and I wouldn't read them because I would be mad that I had to stop reading. Yeah. I'd be like, no, that's not fair to me as a reader. Because it's still going to be like a year, right? I think so. Okay. She said the release date's coming out soon. So I don't, I have not been. That's got to be so much pressure for an author to have a date. Well, she's, I mean, she's a published author. So the book, like the published date of when we get it is like a year after she turns in her manuscript. That's great. So. Usually, good. Good yeah. Her. By the time we know a book's coming, it's already written in at the editors, and she's all already of that. on another one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't. I know. know. I was I wondering know. if we should do. I was like, should we do a Chain of Iron episode, or should we wait and do a before, like we did with Chain of Gold? Oh, and do like a like we'll talk about it then. I mean, we could do either. Right. It's so it's so far in the future for actual like podcast uh-huh. content mm-hmm. that I don't think it matters like right. what our initial reactions because once we read it again, opinions change. I'm gonna change your minds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just don't right. know. I was like, maybe we should do it before because if we wait, then that gives me another reason to reread it. Well, I have to reread it before I even talk about it because like, I've 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 already reread all of the. Um, infernal devices since I've read Chain of Iron so now I'm like but I really need to reread Chain of Gold yeah I've only ever read that once have you guys done the Bane Chronicles yet yes okay I know that was technically n- next on my list but that's not where I went where Shadow Hunter next? Academy's next for yeah you. that's I went oh, yeah. to Shadow Hunter Academy because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh okay well we'll move on so what do you guys say we cut the chit chat (laughs) and kick things off with robin's recap previously on downworld or dish tessa's reverse paul revering ousting their presence (laughs) is no good two-timing scoundrels the whole place comes alive at once and will sends the signal which backfires (laughs) but like literally fires and the entire room is engulfed in flames Despite Magnus's warnings that vampire skin is like kindling, Tessa rushes in to save her brother from the vampires. Along the way, she sees the shadow hunters in action as the Enclave arrives to murder that, murder that, murder that vampire. <laughs> Thrown into the fray and into the battle, Tessa is forced to release her inner Camille and fires a pistol at De Quincey to save Will from his chokehold. She misses, and Will decides to bite De Quincey, who's like, wow, fuck this shit, y'all crazy, this bitch, I'm out. <laughs> Once all the wax on, wax off is done, Henry frees Nate from the manacles and Tessa changes back into her own body. 
Charlotte extends an invitation to the Gray siblings stay at the Institute and Will decides to be a jerk face McGee to Tessa. It's soon time to hit the old dusty trail. But before Will is granted entrance to the, I put stagecoach and I don't know why it's a carriage. <laughs> dusty trail, stagecoach, I guess. Um, Thomas makes him wipe off during which we get his origin story. Spoiler alert, it's like tragic. Will then faces off with fucking Gabriel, trademark pending, and then gets yanked into the carriage by Jim. They have a brief but in-depth in discussion, which gets cut scene to Tessa and Nate on their way back to the Institute. Aw, snap. That is probably one of the funniest parts, is Jim pulling him by the back of his shirt yeah. into the carriage. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> We're done. I just want it like, yoink. Yep. That's exactly it. So our battle-worn heroes roll up on the Institute at zero dark 30, looking haggard like I did like every night of my early 20s. <laughs> Guilty. Sophie and Agatha meet them at the door and usher everyone in. And they're kind of like, okay. But of course, Jessamine isn't there. She's the only one that doesn't bother to leave her room and like greet these people who are, you know, Fresh from battle. Yeah, fuck it. It sounds She's like I'm, I'm going to go play with my dolls. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. So little de- little Jesse needs a diaper change or a nappy <laughs> change. Right. Good catch. <laughs> so they put Nate up in an empty room, which looks pretty much exactly like Tessa's. It's got the same kind of furniture. They're all just like carbon copies of each other. But he's still unconscious. So like they're just kind of like, here you go. Did they change his clothes? No, funnily enough. No, they didn't. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, Jem and Will just kind of fuck off while uh, <laughs> while Charlotte, Henry, and the other staff get to work fussing around and getting Nate settled. Tessa's still... Tessa's still in a daze, not really paying attention to what's going on around her. Probably traumatized from being in a fire battle with vampires even. Right? Like, you know when you go, like, snowboarding or something out in the cold and you finally get home and you're just freaking exhausted and your skin's all, like, hot and you just don't feel good Mm -hmm. and you just want to, like, that's got to be similar to how they feel. All of them. Right? Something like that. Like, damn, that was rough. That was exhausting. (laughs) Although I guess the shadow hunters are used to it. Tessa probably feels that way. Dude. For real. Yeah. You know she was in uncomfortable shoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were talking about the the other day we were, William was watching Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. And the character, Claire, right? Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah. She's running in heels. She's in like t- tiny, like needlepoint heels, and I'm like, take uh-huh. them off. Uh huh. But then, what if you step on like dinosaur poop or like glass? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd be fine with stepping on poop because they're running so f- like just for your it's- life, right? Yeah. But still. <laughs> I think she'd go faster if she wasn't in those shoes. That's what I'm saying. You would think. (laughs) You would think. Tessa's like, get take take my shoes. I got this. (laughs) Take my earrings. Like every 21 year old girl downtown. Give me that scrunchie. Yeah. (laughs) So, Gem and Will fucked off, uh, and Tessa's out in La La Land. Nate starts to stir, pulling Tessa out of her semi catatonic state. And he's delirious, but he recognizes Tessa. He at least knows who she is if he doesn't know where he is or what the fuck is going on. At first, he seems just a little confused. But as soon as Tessa tells him that they're in the, at the Institute, which consequently is home to Shadowhunters, uh, shit starts to go sideways. <laughs> and I don't think anyone gave Nate a copy of the Codex because he <laughs> seems to have a very different understanding of Nephilim and their ways. I'm going to read this section from the book. Shadow hunters, he sighed. The word, oh, nope, that's not, there's no comma there. (laughs) Shadow hunters, he sighed the word on an exhale of breath. I didn't think they were, they really existed. The magister, 
Nathaniel whispered. Oh, fuck. The magister, Nathaniel whispered suddenly, and Tessa's nerves jumped. He said they were they were the law. He said they were to be feared, but there is no law in this world. There is no punishment, just killing or be kill or being killed. His voice rose. Tessie, I'm so sorry about everything. The magister? Do you mean De Quincey? Tessa demanded. But Nate made a choking sound then and started and stared behind her with a look of terrible fear. Releasing his hand, Tessa turned to see what he was staring at. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Literally. Right. <laughs> and just like that, we get a repeat of Tessa's introduction to Brother Enoch. Like, come Ooh. on, man. Do you shadow hunters not learn from your mistakes? Are your egos so big that you can't admit that there might be a better way to do things? How hard is it to say, hey, the doctor's going to come in and check you out. Just so you know, he looks like the Crypt Keeper. Like anything would be better than just a silent brother's shy of surprise. Dude, that wasn't even like like back in City of Bones when like specifically all the lights were off. Why are you doing that? They could come out of the shadows. They're aesthetic. Yes. Yes. It's the silent bros. It's the city of bones. Dude, you need to do that or I will do it. One of those aesthetic pictures. Okay. With the layout. It's silent row aesthetic. Right. That's going on the Instagram. Remind me during the day. Because I don't, I don't, I don't do anything past seven o'clock at night (laughs) except this podcast. I will. That's gotta, that's gotta happen. I'll help you find the pictures. I just don't have the skills with a Z. I got you. I got you, boo. Awesome. So Nate starts babbling some more. De Quincey, uh, the guy who'd imprisoned, tortured, and tried to kill him, told him about the Silent Brothers. I'm assuming bad things. Uh, <laughs> so he's freaking out, man. <laughs> and Charlotte tries to intervene, but Tessa remembers how scared she was when she woke up in the Institute without her clothes so she's not gonna force her brother to go through all that and he's been trauma traumatized enough so she's like back off peeps i'm in charge now i am the captain now right i'm the captain of this ship so brother enoch doesn't know how to read the freaking room and he just pops into Tessa's head like, hey, girl, hey. Isn't Guess it, who? Right? <laughs> Isn't it super weird how you're a downworlder and your brother's a stupid Mundy? Like, how did that even happen? <laughs> Meanwhile, Nate's in the background like, what the fuck? Stop talking to the zombie. <laughs> and Tessa's all, yeah, yeah, whatever. Back to me. <laughs> if you could tell that Nate's a Mundy, can you tell what I am? Like, don't you think he would have? Told you that the first yeah. time he met Winnie told right. you that he didn't know what the fuck you were, but whatever. <sighs> Unfortunately, brother Enoch doesn't have any more answers now than he had when they first met. No mark, no classification, but Tessa's got some weird vibes, vibes that vibe at a different vibe, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, you've got some power in you, but I don't know what it is or how to explain it, but I'll research it. She's like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's the force. It's the force. It's when your doctor has to Google stuff right in front of you. Oh, that's what it is. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I I could have done that. Have the decency to go to your office and Google it. Okay. I don't want (laughs) to see the fact that you had to Google it. Yep. <laughs> so the first time it happened, I thought it was like maybe they had their own like medical, like an encyclopedia medical something. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she's like, yeah, I sometimes I just got to Google stuff. And I was like, oh, it's Google. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you not to Google, but it's cool if they Google. Yep. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, dude, that's a lot of information to know oh, everything sure, yeah, off the top absolutely. of your head for sure. <laughs> but it just makes me uncomfortable. That's all. Dude, I'm sorry. Go into I the just... other room. I don't need to see that shit. Leave something to the imagination. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. So Nate feels the attention slipping away from him, so he pulls a jessamine and re- reels everyone back in by falling out of bed. 
he's continuing to babble and he, he asks if quote unquote he knows where Nate is uh, and then he starts apologizing to Tessa you must forgive me he told me you would be the queen of them all he said that he said they were going to kill me I don't want to die Tessie I don't want to die I'm like um I'm sorry what <laughs> Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> I would love to see one of my brothers look me in the fucking eye and tell me that he fucking betrayed me. Oh, he said you were going to be a queen. What the fuck? No. <laughs> no. Don't come at me with that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to die. Pussy. A queen of what? Like, what even are you saying? Right. A queen of them all. What is them all? Is it like Mm -hmm. an alien? What's going on? Yeah. There needs to be more questions and more answers. It's going to be like um, that Disney show. Descendants. The queen of mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got to get you watching more contemporary shit. (laughs) You got to. We got to get you off this. This like three to six thing. I know. Mine's just Pixar right now. So, yeah, I need some more adult content. (laughs) I, you know what, though? I did have the TV and I decided to watch Star Trek Voyager for the fourth time. So that's my life. (laughs) That's not surprising at all. (laughs) I know. And then I was sitting there and there was this episode. Okay, quick sidebar, but like not really. But it is, but it's not. Okay. Anyway, they're obviously in the Delta Quadrant or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're meeting the species Obviously. of, <laughs> duh, <laughs> aliens for the first time. And they have one of their crew members on board because another crew member that was hiding, pretending to be a different alien species, sold them technology. And it just ended up being a replicator, but they didn't hook it up right. So their ship caught on fire. Anyway, they took one of the aliens back <laughs> onto their ship to try to help them. They people came over and the guy, his ring, he pressed the side of it and this like needle came out and he stuck him in the neck and freaking killed him. And all I could think about is like, that's, I bet that's what the stabby vampire thing looks like at the party that they were using. His uh-huh. nectum. <laughs> I just pictured it like one of those handheld can openers, you know, that you just kind of puncture the can. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like a triangle and it just, it's like a goofy movie (laughs) dude okay so i was listening to camille sandwich on the way home today and amanda's talking about the whole de quincey jaw to collarbone Uh and the entire time all i could picture is he has like 2021 like long ass pointy like (laughs) acrylic nails and they're painted black ombre yeah yeah and he has this big ass ring and he is like deliciously like pulling like down his that's not that's what was in my brain was happening great. I like I it. it I like it yeah I prefer that okay good yeah and his hair was like he had a really big widow's peak and it was down and black and stuff that's not what it looked like but yeah because isn't he blonde I don't know I was I, I guess I was picturing him looking like Gaston now that I'm saying that I don't know <laughs> oh my gosh but it was be like Gaston because he was totally gay <laughs> Because it made him hotter in my brain. That's fair. Okay, thanks. That's fair. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can see that. Um, so, Brother Enoch must have tried to approach the bed because Nate freaks out again, flailing and screaming, and Enoch isn't fucking around now. <laughs> he tells Tessa that it, in her mind, obviously, because that's how they talk. Um, so he tells Tessa that if she doesn't let uh, him help Nate that he's probably going to die. You see the vampires like to drug their captives to keep them docile while they play with their food. But Nate is on his way down and his brain is about to turn into soup. So Tessa, ta- <laughs> Tessa takes a beat to weigh her options, but Nate's starting to really lose it. And Enoch must've been watching reruns of ER because he's like, bitch, visiting hours are over time to go home. <laughs> And just before Tessa flounces out of the room, she turns to tell Charlotte and Enoch that if anything happens to her brother, she'll never forgive them. Ooh, sick burn. Yeah, like, who are you? Right. Be cool. 
Bye. Why does anyone We're just going to kick you out. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a dork. What a dork. <laughs> okay. So Tessa leaves the room as instructed, and she, like, throws herself against the wall, sort of like a coworker of ours told us that his son, when he got upset when he was younger, would just, like, back up as far as he needed to go, even if it was, like, five feet, and then, like, dramatically throw himself against a wall before he started crying. <laughs> Kids are so fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, that's what this made me think of. She like, <laughs> and she almost starts to cry. And then she thinks about how it's been like the second time today that she almost cried. And she was annoyed with herself. And I just want to be like, girl, <laughs> I cried like five times today over the same commercial. So you're cool. Go ahead and cry. Mm-hmm. This is your brother. This has been like a long time. If you don't cry, I don't know what there's something going on here. Cry. Let it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so instead of crying, she decides to hulk out and she like hit punches the wall. And of course, Jem is just around the corner because it seems like he's always there and he witnessed it. And um, he t- he basically tells like a really bad dad joke. He's like, oh, that must have hurt. Bump, bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It he should have said he should like watch out. You'll uh, dent the wall. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that to Jem again. Please. <laughs> it was a dad joke for sure. I, I literally cannot start envisioning your dad as Jen. It, I mean, it'll ruin me. Voice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that'll be the thing that sends me to the loony bin. <laughs> I'd be like, new balance. <laughs> Is that a blue he, Mustang? I mean, he had zip off pants at one point, right? Yeah, like, of course. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Jem asks um Tessa how Nate Dog is doing. And she's all stuck <laughs> up about it. Like, oh, she doesn't like the Shadow Hunter or Shadow Shadow Brother, whatever he's called. What's he called? Silent, Silent Brothers. Brothers. Thank you. I always want to say Shadow Brothers too. Shadow Brother, whatever. <laughs> but Jem reassures her that um although they're hard on the eyes, they are super badass and they like live forever or something. <laughs> And Tessa kind of shows her true colors here a little bit, or I don't know. That's just how I felt. She says something about like living long, a long time wouldn't be worth it if you look like that. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Yeah. Damn. And Jen's like, whoa, girl. (laughs) She is kind of, uh, she's kind of into looks. It's weird because she's not like, she doesn't care about her own looks or anything. So yeah. I think it's probably like a society thing. Yeah, that's how she was kind of raised, I'm sure. Right, yeah. because Aunt, what was her aunt's name? Harriet? Yes. 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 I was going to say Birdie. That Aunt Harriet. <clears throat> She's kind of like, I don't know, she was very like strict and, you know, like these are, like they were poor, mm-hmm. but like this is what you do and this is how you behave and whatever. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what it's coming through I don't know probably yeah I hope so hopefully she can get over it yeah because (laughs) you're right it doesn't seem like it matches up with her actual values Uh yeah yeah so Jem is the same like us he's like I suppose that depends on what you're living for and I'm just like ooh, burn you got her (laughs) I love that we all have the same jokes yeah (laughs) just we're fishing in the same pond Tessa decides to like move on change the conversation because she kind of looks like a bitch right now at least in my opinion JS just saying (laughs) yep and so she tells Jem about brother Enoch evaluating Nate and deciding that he's not like Tessa like he's just a Mundy and she's worried that it means that Nate is not like her full brother and so she calls herself a monster and starts apologizing for acting like one because she kind of wanted her brother to be a monster too, so that she wasn't alone in like all this crazy shit. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like now, now I kind of want to Google and see if Cassandra Clare has siblings or if she's an only child. Uh, okay. Because I feel like this is not the initial reaction of a sibling, right? It's the, weird. The, the, the the reaction would be. No, no, no. I want to be the special one. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think mine would be, oh, my God. Like, there's no way we can be 
full brother and sister if right. I am and he's not. I think that's where I would go, but not yeah. the like. I wanted, I wanted him, him to be, to be one too. messed up too or whatever. Because that's what she's thinking, that there's yeah. something wrong with her. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe I it's, agree. Um, I wonder how far she's got into the Codex. Uh-huh. Whatever. So, like, if she knows that warlocks are immortal. And if everybody thinks she's a warlock, then she's like, I, maybe he could live with me. And, like, I'm going to be alone now. And my, right. my parents died and my aunt died. And now I'm going to lose him. And, like, I kind of wish she's, like... Rolling with the homies. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if she knows that information or not, honestly. She's pretty dead set on not thinking she's a warlock, too. So I yeah. don't know. But maybe but it's, it's that thing in the back of the head where it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, like, you know, but you don't want to admit it to yourself. Uh-huh. Right. It's like Tessa. Like, you can you can not want to be a warlock as much as you want. Do you know how hard I wished for certain things growing up? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. (laughs) I wish for smaller boobs for years. It never happened. (laughs) All right. We don't always get what we want. That's right. That's right. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, Jem, always trying to bring the positive side of things, um, tells her that she's not a monster and that she's courageous. (sighs) Of course he does. After all this shit she just said, I feel like he should just be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You kind of sound like a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you deserve it. Have you thought about that? Yeah. You should go to bed and like sit up all night with anxiety thinking right. about how shitty you sound. <laughs> jokes, people. Jokes. I love yeah. Tessa. I know. I was going to say, wait, is that not normal? <laughs> just a joke. I swear. No, I so told sweet. Um, a coworker today because we, I can't go out with Amanda anymore because she like can't lift shit or whatever so I was explaining to him about how it makes me sad that William's happy places the beach because I don't like the beach Mm. oh yeah and he said he asked me why don't you like the beach and I should have just been like it's cold or something but I was like because I'm terrified the entire time that there's going to be a tsunami and I'm going to die oh my god he was like what I was like I have to have this conversation with my husband I'm too fat to run I'm going to die. You have to leave me and take my kids or I'm not going to go. Like You have to promise me to let me die. Like you run from the volcano with the dinosaurs and whatever. I'm going to die fat and out of breath on the beach. You need to save my children. Okay. We we make a pact before we go to the beach every time. And then I can't have fun because I'm just waiting for the tsunami. And he's like, you do know that like they know it's coming before it gets there. And like there's an alarm and like, yeah. There's all this, like, you can get to higher ground. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, I already, like, I've made peace that right. when I go to the beach, I'm going to die. Walking on the <laughs> is this is not hard. normal? It's going to take 10 minutes to get out. <laughs> is this not what people do when they go to the beach? Like, Robin. <sighs> no, no, we think that. We don't actually tell people. <laughs> it was just the crazy trap. I could see that. I like, guess his pupils got narrow. Like, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, whoa, whoa. Was he quiet for a while after you told him that, too? Yep. Yeah. Fine. He's just kind of like, all right. I think He's I'm rethinking play on my phone all of his decisions. Of his He's like, I married this woman. <laughs> no, it was a co And I had no idea. Uh. Oh, the co- oh, I thought you were talking about when you were told, when you told Omar. No, oh, it I, sounds I, like he's Omar had knows because he, he knows has now. to promise to take the kids. I know, but I meant like the first time you had that conversation. Oh, no. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my oh gosh. that's funny. Yeah, no, we, we, we typically just keep those things to ourselves, Robin. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome we think to em. the next topic of our next podcast. Right? <laughs> Anxiety made me do it. Yes. <laughs> or not. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so great. <laughs> okay, so Jem chooses not to be an Amanda, which I wouldn't have been mean either, I guess, whatever. So anyway, he's like, you're courageous, you're amazing, you're a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> and he reminds her that she shot that motherfucker to Quincy. And she's like, yeah, I wanted to shoot them all. He's like, whoa. <laughs> I think you might have been channeling Camille a little bit. Um since she had wanted to kill every like she wanted all those <laughs> people to die so I think that might have been a little bit of her kind of controlling you 
<laughs> but of course, Tessa has to throw in there that she's not sure a girl should have oh, those feelings. Fuck. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm about to get my feminist stick and, and trudge on down there and just beat Tessa with it until she fucking comes to her senses. Back in time. Fuck it out. Like you are powerful. <laughs> Robin, what was that that you called it when you were um you were telling your kid how amazing she is? But like, you are amazing. Oh, rage phrase. <laughs> yes, rage phrase. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> That's that like we were at, at, again. Sorry, one time customer's house. I didn't. He was trying to hold the mattress up while I was holding the mattress up, and I was like, "Dude, I got it." I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't need a man <laughs> to help me." <laughs> Joke. You're like, I'm a strong, independent woman. That's right. Dude, my husband does that to me. I'll, if I, like, am like, can you go do that? And he's like, you're a strong, independent woman. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> but I married you. I'm tired. Right? <laughs> he's just smiling. He's standing yep. right here smiling and nodding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> sorry so anyway tessa's like blah 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 girls blah 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 and jem hits her with this awesome truth bomb and he's like okay look boo boo it doesn't matter what you look like if you're a man a woman whatever it doesn't matter on the outside what matters is in your heart i'm like oh my god that is deep man do you know why i'm in love with jem carstairs (sighs) this is why yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlotte comes out of the room with Nate Dog and updates Tessa. And um, basically, Brother Enoch has done everything that he can. So Tessa should just go get some rest. So eventually, she, she tries to go back into the room and it's locked, which is, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe Charlotte knew Tessa was going to go try to go back in there. Anyway, it's locked. So she heads to a room. And on the way, this huge freaking castle of a building, she runs into Sophie. Like, of course. <laughs> the one, so of, much one of five people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Sophie is like really TO'd and she's carrying a pail of water <laughs> because she's Jack and Jill. And um, apparently... Uh, Will is being a really big butthole tonight. So um, Sophie had <laughs> has the cure. Um, she tried to give him the cure, as she calls it, for this vampire blood thing. Um, but he called her a nasty name and threw a pail at her head. Yep. P-A-L-E, pail. <laughs> Apparently that's how I typed it in that's that cool. sentence. <laughs> that's fine. But <laughs> Tessa's like, okay, let me at him. Game on. I'm going to give it a try. I'll get him to drink it. Just you watch. Who are you again? <laughs> she goes so weaving in and out of being confident and all of this stuff. It's it's interesting. I think if if I was Tessa in this situation, I would probably do the same thing because I'd be like pissed off that like I can't do anything about Nate. Yeah, I feel guilty for like these thoughts and feelings that I have, and I just would want to fucking do something. And Will's an asshole, so it's okay to be an asshole to him. Okay. And so, like, he's an easy way to, like, get that outlet out, like, get that anger and, like, frustration out because you can just be a dick to him. And it doesn't matter because uh-huh. it's Will. That's fair. And yeah. he he threw it. He threw a pail at uh, Sophie's head. Yeah. So, like, he deserves whatever's coming to he's him. He's being a D-bag right now. D.B. Yeah. Cooper. Yeah. So she heads up to the, the attic and um, sees Will on the floor. Like, she had to go in. I feel like what I read okay correct me if you think I'm wrong she goes into like an attic and then there's like a another attic in the attic I think it's like I think she goes through a door that has like like a small corridor so it's like okay my grandparents house before it got demolished used to be the top was a fire hall and the bottom was a store Oh, cool. And so the buildings were connected, but it was by this weird, like, the staircase, like, you came in through the floor. So, like, the floor closed on top of it. So you walked into a closet. It looked like a hall closet, but it was actually a staircase that just went right up and you opened the floor. Okay, and so it reminded of me of door, that. I bet that's the same thing. And so you open and then he's up on the attic on the floor up there. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I instantly okay. thought of. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. 
It was really fucking creepy is what it was. It was, <laughs> it was scary. Because they also had, the whole hallway was painted black. The doors, the trim, everything. Why? It's weird. With the orange shade carpet. Okay. That's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Will is laying on the floor in this super, like, dark creepy feeling attic and the floor is covered in water he's like covering his eyes even though it's dark and um he looks like he's in pain and he's mumbling something that sounds like the name cecily so tessa asks who he is talking to it just seems like a silly question like you can see he's alone it's just a weird thing to ask what are you saying do you want me to get someone for you those might be more reasonable questions than who are you talking to (laughs) Okay. <laughs> He's talking to the ghosts, obviously. I guess so. And I'm sorry, but like, this is just the 33 the year old woman in me. But the fact that, like, you know, they're hardwoods because it's an attic and it's the 1800s. So they don't have linoleum. All right. And you know that that hardwood is soaking wet and it's giving me such anxiety. Yep. It's expanding. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're fucking it all up <laughs> for our futures. Exactly. We want the original floors. Exactly. We want original hardwoods. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> so Will thinks that Tessa is Sophie, but she corrects him, and he seems surprised that Tessa is there. And so he's like, "Cool, okay, drop the water and go." But Tessa can't leave without asking, like, a bunch of questions. (laughs) So she wants to know what's in the pail. Um, And Will tells her that it's holy water. He goes on to explain that since he had bitten a vampire, not opposite, (laughs) uh, it could change him into one. So Tessa's like, you're turning into a vampire? (laughs) And he's like, no. Okay, listen. Don't do what everyone thinks you're going to do. And freak out, man. (laughs) The same fucking jokes, dude. (laughs) Just fishing from the same pond. (laughs) So amazing. Okay, I want to know why. It's it's like we've talked to Jim now, Charlotte, and Sophie. Why are you not just saying holy water? Why are you saying the cure? That's stop. It is weird. Yeah. Just say holy water. Can you say plot device? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, he he explains um, that basically he would have to die to become a vampire. So, like, chill. And um, (laughs) that what the blood is really supposed to do is make him feel the urge to be with the vampires so that they had their opportunity to either turn him or maybe make him a subjugate, a human subjugate. And um, so obviously we know that from Simon because he felt so right urged to go there. I am so disappointed in you for not doing something with urge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we I can't think stuff. of anything, but we have some stuff about urge later in the chapter. Okay. Robin's going to get to an urge. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, but I wrote it. So it's really awkward. <laughs> so, OK, the holy water works to counteract his effect and of this like the blood effect. And of course, it makes him sick while it's working. So he's been coughing up blood around him, which explains why. She saw some blood sort of around him, which is also ruining the floors. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Seriously. So she finally hands him the pail. She's like, oh, I guess I should give this to you then. Wasn't your goal to go up there and give it to him? Like, why were you holding back? It's okay. weird. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back and I'm sorry. So That's basically okay. the pail's heavy and the stairs are steep and stuff. So Tessa's spilling it all over herself. How many buckets are there? How many times did Sophie walk up and down those stairs with a pail? Uh huh. That's a good point. Like, don't be freaking rude, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just busting her ass. No big what deal. What is the point? I don't get it. Let let early. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he got to be in the attic? Can't he be in the fucking kitchen getting his holy water? Yeah. Can't he get his own holy water? 
I guess maybe in case he turns into a vampire, do they have him locked in? Maybe it doesn't sound like Tessa had a key or anything. So no, he's just being he's pouting and throwing himself a pity party up in the attic. He did it to himself. I guess he kind of had to because Tessa couldn't act. But still, he didn't have to bite I him. I feel like yeah. I feel like shadow hunters have a few more tools in right. their belt. Right. He didn't than, have a dagger just on biting him. him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A literal belt, probably. Yes. Right. <laughs> Utility belt. Uh, yep. <laughs> so she finally hands him this pail, and he starts himself a wet t-shirt contest. And he takes a few <gasps> drinks, but mostly pours it on his head. <laughs> and before Tessa can ask another question, she just sits and admires the beauty that was in front of her. A wet, white t-shirt. Ah. Teenage hard muscles. <laughs> Literally what she it's not like he was. It's not like he was drawing an open rune and his back <laughs> muscles were rippling or anything. Literally just pouring water on his head and he has hard muscles. She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So of course she asks why he poured it on his head as we all did. And um, he was like, I got hot. So I shaved it. <laughs> What? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Move on. Pedro got hot. Oh, so that's right. That's right. I got I took, it's been off. a long time since I've watched that movie. <laughs> so I shaved my head. <laughs> I literally was laughing out loud as I was picturing it, by the way. <laughs> Will going, I got hot. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so he says that, um, oh, where am I? I don't know. Basically, like, the <laughs> the blood makes him feverish, so the holy water cools him down. And um, so whatever. I just want to know why Will would have thrown the pail at Sophie. Like, if the water is helping you feel better, why are you throwing it back at someone? And why is it still full if you're throwing it? So it must have been another pail. But why was he telling her to leave? I just, the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. It's just a reason for Tessa to go up there. And I feel like we could have done better. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. Anyway. City of beds. Yep. <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you guys, Tessa is staring at Will like me waiting to pull the Christmas roast out of the oven. There's some drooling, some panting, my cheeks are flushed, like it's a whole thing. <laughs> the roast beast from Yep. From Grinch. Oh. So she thinks about how when she saw him at the dark house for the first time, she thought of him as the most beautiful girl in the room. <laughs> in the whole wide room. She could be a part-time model, but he'd probably still have to keep his normal job. Huh? I can't remember the tune. You could be a part-time model, but you'd probably still have to keep your normal job. Okay, JK. Wow. He's not in a Flight of the Concord song. But she did, however, think that about how he was the hottest hot guy to ever hot. But now, all wet and, like, flash-danced out on the attic floor, <laughs> her hormone factory starts cranking into overdrive. <laughs> I'm sorry! I'm just picturing Will with the chair and the pole and the thing. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. Yep. I was debating between that and a Natalia and Brulia joke. <laughs> anyway, he's broken on the floor. But it wasn't right. as much as the water. Anyway, whew. she really wants to reach out and touch him. But obviously, like, that's a big no-no. And she can't. So instead, she asks him why he puts on this tough guy exterior and acts like he doesn't care about anything. But, like, everybody cares about something, right? I was going to do another Dean Martin song. I don't need to. <laughs> everybody loves somebody sometimes. Everybody cares about something sometimes, right? Right. And Will's like, I don't know. Do they? And then he pats the sopping wet ground next to her, beckoning Tessa over. And so she just comes right along, plops down next to him, doesn't even think twice about the dress because after all, it's Camille's and not hers. Like, it's okay to sit on the floor and get this dress dirty. Okay. I need to pause for just a second. Okay. 
Camille, her measurements are very different than Tessa's. Okay. She has a much bigger bust and she has a much smaller waist. All right. And I'm, I'm assuming probably smaller hips, but depending on what kind of dress she's wearing, hips might not matter as much as waist. But Tessa's been in these clothes as Tessa for hours now, I'm assuming. Like, it's been a while. She's got to be dying. Tr- sitting on a floor in a corset that's way too tight because you were a different human or vampire. But, like, you were a different, you were literally a different shape when you put on the clothes. And then now, like, trying to sit on a fucking floor, she's going to fucking die. Dude. And then, like, her, her boobs are probably just, like, gaping. Because it's an eve. it was an evening dress. So, by nature, that's collar was probably low. It was, you know, it probably was, like, you know, you showing some stuff with bigger boobs. So, like, she got small boobs. It's just, like, titty. It's just air and titty and then dress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was my rant. I'm done. <laughs> the ground was wet and cold. But Tessa didn't really care because she got to sit next to, like, Will. Close enough that if there was a chaperone involved, there would be lots of scolding and a little, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Tessa tells Will that he never laughs, which is, like, totally sus because he thinks everything's funny. And sometimes he will, will smile, but only when he thinks there's no one paying attention. And Will kind of sat on the information for a while to digest. But decided to tell her that she makes him laugh. Like, you make me laugh, girl. Especially, like, when you hit me with a bottle. Tessa's like, jug, bro. It was a jug. <laughs> and Will starts to smile. And he's like, yeah. And then there's this cute way that you correct me all the time with that funny look on your face. And I wish my kid thought the same way when I correct her grammar. Mm-hmm. Um, Will's also a big fan of her telling off Gabriel. And when she tried to murder De Quincey. All good things. All good things. <laughs> And then he asked to see her hands and she handed them over and he's like, oh, shoot, dude, there's like blood on your gloves. Well, Camille's gloves. And um, she she looks down. She's like, oh, you're right. And they're also she notices how they're ripped up, like the fingers are ripped on them, probably from when she was trying to pry Nate loose from the manacles. And Tessa, I think she's kind of embarrassed about them being dirty. So she tries to take her hands back um, to take the gloves off. But Will held onto her right hand and she starts eyeing the Herondale family ring, which, okay, it doesn't say it's the Herondale family ring, but I'm assuming it's the Herondale family ring. Right. Um, and also, like, she's just really into looking at more about what a tall glass of water he was. The perfect <laughs> size to quench her thirst. Uh-huh. Will slipped his hands over her gloves. And somehow this, like, popped up the pearl buttons on them, which, I I don't know. Um, Anyway, and he starts gently rubbing the inside of her wrist where her pulse is. Like, maybe he is turning into a vampire. Like, didn't, didn't DeQuincy pull that move? Like, in the last chapter, like, looking for the pulse, right? Like, Mm -hmm. did you pull it out of, yeah, he just got it out of that playbook. But okay, <laughs> he touches her gloved hands and the and the buttons pop. It's like Joey with a bra or or a shirt when he's like, and he's like, boom, and he just like pulls. <laughs> and Phoebe's like, oh my god. <laughs> um. Anyway, the buttons popping like startles her, and the wrist the wrist rubbing startles her, <laughs> and she's like, well, I do declare. And then he says, Tessa, what do you want from me? I've spent my whole life building up these brooding emo boy vibes. I'm not ready for you to break down the walls I've built up around me. Like that scene in Frozen where Elsa literally makes an ice fortress around herself to guard her icy heart. That's me, dog. That's me. (laughs) And by and by, as a reader, I want to jump in and be this weird mediator um, but not to help them work through their emotions, just to ask, why are you using each other's names? Like, it's creepy. Stop. Don't do it. Yes. And then I want to pop back into, I want to brother Enoch my way out of there. It's back in the shadows. 
maybe with a smoke bomb. Just in and out. In and out. <laughs> in and out. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, Will is still rubbing the inside of her wrist, which is sending like sparks fly <laughs> through her. And her shaky voice gets out saying that she just wants to understand him. And he asks, like, is that really necessary? And she's like, I don't know, but like. <laughs> she, I got my pronouns mixed up. She isn't sure that anyone really understands him except maybe Jim. And he's like, Jim doesn't really understand me. Like, he cares for me like a brother, but it's like, it's not the same. Really? And Tessa asks if he wants to let Jim in, but he says, dear God, no. <laughs> why should he need to know why he lives his life the way that he does? And she's like, because it's your freaking parabro tie, bro. Yeah. Like, you took vows to each other? That's why? Anyway, Tessa says that maybe he wants to know that there is a reason. Like, maybe that's Jim. Jim wants to know why there is a reason that you do this weird shit that you do. And we'll ask, like, what does it matter if there isn't anything you can do that would change things? At the same time that he completely removes her glove and the cold air in the room hits her and she starts to, like, shiver. Like, when you take your first morning pee sometimes and it just that sweet spot. And you're just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> does that sometimes what? when he poops. Yep. A shiver over his whole body. <laughs> yep. My kid does that every morning when he pees. First thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> And then in a total boss move, which I was trying to find the right word to describe this. It was like pimp move, boss move, suave move, Rico Suave. Like, I don't know. Swagger. Swagger. I like it. (laughs) He asks, like, oh, are you cold? And then he, like, takes her, like, Tessa gets her wish because he presses her hand to his fevered cheek. Like, it's just like the yawn and stretch at the movie theater. Yes. (laughs) Yep. He doesn't have a letterman jacket to put on her, so he'll go with his fever. Jesus. Right. You give me fever. <laughs> fever when you kiss me. Anyway. Fever when you hold me tight. Fever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no she one was needs startled to hear that. at how hot it was. She's like, dude, he wasn't like, he didn't have a man cold. This was real. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, he's actually hot. Literally. <laughs> He then says, Tess, which draws, she's like, yes, tell me more. (laughs) And she like draws herself in closer to him. Her whole body, like, this is a quote, aching with a terrible hollow emptiness. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Cassandra Clare just really put that in a YA book. (laughs) It's her ovaries singing. (laughs) For real. Her senses are super heightened. Um, to be like 100% Will Herondale, especially that kissable mouth. <laughs> Speaking of which, Will leaned in and he brushed his lips across hers and she reached for him. Consent, people. <laughs> Consent. Haven't you ever watched Hitch? Yes. You go 80 or you go 90, she goes the extra 10. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> this ain't no Simon shit. <laughs> For a minute, their mouths pressed hotly together. And I don't know if it's hotly because, like, he had a fever hot or, like, H-A-W-T. I don't know. (laughs) And in true Cassandra Clare fashion, his hands went up into her hair. Or not even in her hair because it's still up. And then, like, he reached his arm around her and her skirts, like, snagged on the floor when he pulled her against him. So then she puts her arms around his neck and then he pulled her hair out from its clip. What's with yeah, the hair? It's bullshit. I still don't get it. I know we've been here, but. I know. Okay. Whatever. It's still happening. I'm sorry. Have Have either of you ever had a man try to take something out of your hair? It never Was works. There... It always no, gets tangled and it always get like, it gets caught and you're like, ow, <laughs> like it's never uh-huh. sexy. It's never sexy. Well, it's almost when I was reading it, it almost was like, you know how you can put your hair up with like a chopstick or a pen yeah. or something. Like, it feels like it's almost like, and he just pulled it out, but her hair is thick. Like, that's not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Robin knows from experience. You can't just, like. Yeah. She's got to have, like, seven bobby pins in yeah. there yeah. and, like, the whole nine. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> then, in a complete turn of events, he ripped his hands from her and pushed her hard <laughs> against her shoulder and shoved her away. Like, she nearly fell backwards. She had to catch herself on her, like, 
her wrist like when you fall off a skateboard. <sighs> and so she sits up on the floor and her hair's all crazy and she's staring at him like, what the fuck just happened, dude? Yeah. And Will's on his knees breathing really heavy, his face gone pale, but like the first kind of pale that Amanda said. <gasps> yeah. And he's like, God in heaven, what was that? <laughs> I don't know why he sounded like that, but he did. You really need a new tutor if you didn't know what that was. Right. And of course, Tessa's cheeks are flared with embarrassment because, like, fucking rude, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I'm so offended for her. Wasn't Will the one that was supposed to know all about this stuff? And besides, shouldn't she have been the one to push him away, not the other way around? <laughs> she's and he then she's tells just her, salty because he's the one that stopped it and she didn't get to, like, right. maintain her virtue. <laughs> to sure. be the one to be like, no, we can't. <laughs> Too soon. He then tells her, like, he can't. Like, I just can't. Like, I think you better go. <laughs> Let me call a cab for you. Right. <laughs> I'll order you a By Uber. the way, he says her name again. No. Just so you know. Stop. So you're keeping score. Like, you you do realize that you are the only two people in the room. Who else are you talking to? Uh-huh. So, what, what was the other Cecily? name that he said? Cecily, yeah. No. It's just you and Tessa. You don't have to say each other's names. <laughs> anyway, Tessa's confused and hurt, obviously. And although it doesn't say it in the book, I feel like maybe she's feeling slightly ashamed. Even yeah, though she yeah. shouldn't be, I just feel like mm-hmm. that's how she's feeling. Because she immediately starts apologizing. Like, I'm sorry I was so forward. Ugh. Like, do you not want me now? Because I, like, it's just, right, whatever. Yeah. And then this flash of pain passed Will's face. And he forced these words out, like, Quoting, God, Tessa, please just leave. I can't have you here. It's not possible. <laughs> and Tressa tried to protest, but he spat out the word no and turned his face from her, looking at the floor. He's like, I will tell you anything and everything you want to know tomorrow, like anything. But like, you just you need to leave me alone right now. I'm on my knees. Pretty, pretty, please. Do you it's think from the wedding boner? Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't wearing his belt to tuck it in. I wrote down here, like, I feel like maybe, like, he just said that drinking holy water causes him to vomit. Like, he probably wants to vomit. And he probably doesn't want to vomit in front of Tessa. So he probably wants her to go. That, That was my theory. Or maybe he's, like she's changing into him or like i don't know like some of their know. like i don't know i feel yeah. like there's there's definitely more to this story yeah yeah i, I want to know what tomorrow. happens tomorrow yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> anyway tess is still trying to protest um nope sorry i'm on the wrong place tess is like very well but she's like she doesn't fail to notice how the tension released from his shoulders And, of course, Tessa instantly starts wondering why having her around is such a horrible thing. (laughs) And we could go, like, how he could be so relieved to see her go. And Tessa got up and left. And Will didn't even look back to watch her leave. It wasn't, like, the best part about making you leave is watching you go or however that goes. Hate to see you leave but love to watch you go Uh or something. Yeah. I'm smooth. Did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how many times I've heard that fucking line? Uh, It's not. It's not cute. The, right. Those of you out there listening, don't use that line. It's not don't cute. Don't do it. Later, Tess is in her room laying on her bed in her wet, dirty clothes with the sun coming up. And she's at that point where she's like too tired to change and like even too tired to sleep. Like I've been there before mm-hmm. after inventory. Dude. <laughs> yep. And her mind's doing that thing where it's like playing everything back like B-roll from the day. And she's thinking about all of the firsts that she had today. And I just imagine she's like, mm, first time I used my powers on my own terms. And I liked it. First time I shot a pistol. And of course, the only first she'd ever dreamed about her first kiss. Oh. And she buried her face in her pillow. And I know you guys can't see me right now, but I'm raising my hand 100%. That is something I would do, too. <laughs> And then she starts thinking about what her daydream of her first kiss, like how she thought it had been like her whole life. And like she never imagined that it would be so quick and desperate and wild. And oh, yeah, she doesn't think it like tastes like holy water and blood. Ah! <laughs> I'm so bad. How does holy water taste different than regular water? It doesn't. Yeah. 
it's salty. She'd be like, I, I didn't yeah. think it tastes like the cure. The cure. <laughs> but not that band from the 80s. Oh, I've been listening to the cure a lot. <laughs> There's no wedding singer for you. <sighs> Such a good song. Such a it good really movie. Is. Julia Gulia. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to be Julia Gulia? Okay. My daughter made a little Nikki reference and I didn't get it. Oh, did we just watch that the other day? I felt so oh. old. I was like, what is that from? And she's like, it's from Little Nikki. And I was like, <gasps> I was like <laughs> What was the reference? No. Do you remember? I have I failed. I can't remember. It was it was it was the it was the chicken. It was um when he's eating and he's like, just let it go down your throat. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't know how to chew or swallow. Right. Because and they the dog's eat. telling him how to eat. Yeah. I watched, okay, I'm old, obviously, but I watched a TikTok of Adam Sandler was doing a Happy Gilmore thing because apparently it's the 25th anniversary. Oh. So he was sw- on the golf course and he was swinging like Happy Gilmore. 25 years? No. Are you kidding no. me? That's not Dude, okay. That was a golden year. Stop looking at me, swan. Yep. That was, that was Adam Sandler's time, man. Yeah. Billy Madison. I made that joke the other day. At Not that joke. But it was at... The warehouse. I was like, if pee in your pants is cool, call me <laughs> Miles Davis. Davis. <laughs> Nobody laughed except oh, me. You should have called me <laughs> all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyway, make sure that you've read Chapter 13, Something Dark, for next week's episode. <laughs> and brush up on your Adam Sandler content for next Do time it. also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.